listening to the 419 Grind Podcast. Toledo's source for exclusive news in music, business, sports, and entertainment. Shannon McIntyre. Yes, sir. What's good? Man, blessed, man. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Happy Juneteenth. I was going to wait to air this on... Uh, on Monday, on Monday, but I'm not, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm put it out probably either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> you know why though? Because <laughs> I'm about to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I, I've been we we kind of did this before, but it wasn't in this setting. Yeah, it's different. And I want to, and the climate is different. A lot different. Shoot, we didn't even have COVID. No, we did. That's crazy. This well, we this was back. But February before Kobe passed away, I know that. Wait a yeah. minute, was it? It was before Kobe passed. It yeah. was before Kobe. So we talking about January at least. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it like was January twenty twenty fourth actually. No, that was the one I did with somebody else. Ours had to be January. Man, I don't even know. It wasn't even a bad day out. That's what was crazy. No, it, it just didn't. wasn't. It wasn't cold or nothing. Right. So, I don't know, but we back. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's talk, man. Yeah. So when you you started music, when? Um, professionally or just singing? Period. Period. Man, um, my dad is a well known, popular musician from here. So I started young because of him. He wasn't even in the church, <laughs> but because I was my dad's son, they like, oh yeah. So I right. started at five. First time I ever sung a solo or yeah. sang sang a duet was at church with. Ironically, an uh, artist from here, Sasha Claiborne. At church with her? Yes. Bro, our, <laughs> both of our first solos was together. What church she was She was three. I was five. Um, New Hope. Okay. New Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we was yeah. on Nebraska then, too. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I think, um, I don't know if we, I don't know if it was Pastor Johnson just yet, but I think it was right before Pastor Johnson took over. Um, But, yeah, I started um doing that at five. I remember when we got moved over to the Seventh Day Adventist Church and then my aunt had me directing choirs at eight. Oh, okay. Like with, with her standing up there with her. Then by ten I was by myself. Wow. Yeah, so I've been I, I actually gave some of the people in my studio one of my secrets. I'm gonna actually tell it on here because even if I tell them you still gotta be able to execute. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I started young. Real young. That's good. So when you uh, eventually, what made you eventually say, okay, I'm going to make this something that I I, want to do? Like what made you get into actual like writing and recording music? Man, it's crazy because I had, before I learned about what it meant to be a schizophrenic, I I admired my dad because I was the church boy. My dad made, you know, his everything in church. So I didn't want to be nothing like him. I played football. I was good at football. And so, like, what ended up happening is um, I couldn't play ball no more. And then I realized that I was slow. I ran like a 4'9". <laughs> I'm only 5'6". Right. 5'7". Um, I wasn't going to the league. So when the doctor gave me an option to, like, okay, so you can try to risk everything and play football at a D3 and mess your back up right. or you can do what you always do and be singing the, go- the doctor ain't say that but that played in my head or yeah, you can yeah. figure it out singing I, I shoot I got in trouble in the locker room for singing 
You know what I'm saying all the time and in classroom for singing. So I really never stopped. It was a time where I wasn't in church. Um, I wasn't in the streets. So we were just getting money. Yeah. Even as kids, like we had jobs. And then my mom, I went to church with my granny. My mama wasn't always in the church. So when we went, when I went over my granny house, we I, we went to one. Of the, we was one of them families twice a year, two three times a year. That's it. Wow. Maybe maybe ten. Yeah. At my mom's, but if we understand at my granny's. It was different, so like, I don't even remember going to church from like twelve or thirteen, and summer fourteen, and then I end up meeting this, and, and then my I'll never forget my cousins came like, man, you gotta meet the new pastor, gotta meet the new pastor, and then I've been in church since. Um, but that's 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 kind of how I made the decision, like, and then I went to school. Once I got to college. I'm like, man, I really I I love to learn. So yeah. when I got to college, I'm like, man, what's the thing that's gonna be easiest to translate? And it was into music. So and I loved it. Like what could I do for free? I already had it figured out in my mind. What could I do for free? Um that some I would like somebody to pay me for instantly, music. Um so I took some recording classes at Owens. Shout out to Owens for that. Um got the certificate. Before it was shoot, that's how old I am. It wasn't even the degree program yet. It's <laughs> right. just you get the certificate when you was done. Um and at that point, um I was still living a, at that I had got a job at Jeep, so I had a bunch of money and I was just being stupid. I was in the clubs throwing all that Jeep money. Yeah. Just being dumb. Right. But I always but I was known for singing and, and stuff, just in school and being silly or whatever. Um, but shout out to my shout out to the company Wall Music. I never forget we we started doing music from that because we like babies of Posmov. Like we, yeah. Talk talk about that a little bit. Like okay. I know uh, uh, Posmov. You know you got Tub, uh, Blacksmart, um, Tobias. Yeah. Um, I don't want to miss nobody. Um, shoot. Tub, Tobias, um. Um, Black Smurf, Lane, B White, B White, yeah. Um, just and we just talking about people who was around, or are we talking about artists because we well we people gonna, people that that contributed just to talk the, about to, artists to. or people who just was around is different because there's a lot of people in Podsmouth who weren't artists. Like technically, I'm in it, but even right. then, I didn't do anything. Like they couldn't get me to do nothing. So if you just talking about who made music. So, I mean, it was tons of people that came and made music. Like James Jones came and, yeah, and, and so, was involved so in basically, played. yeah. So Duke will be, yeah, Duke, Duke will be be in, in Pazmile too. So it's like, but when it comes to the main people, is you you go back to Smurf, to um, Tobias, B White, like right. those are the main one, and then Kiara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was like the first. Yeah, she she was the first one to get like some traction, right? But then. Basically, I think that Posmile changed Toledo culture with the um, the Drew Hump with the, when they did the Fresh to Death mixtape with Drew Hump. Basically, when Clemmy, uh, well, they just basically basically got all the like the top rappers and some of the dopest singers in the in the city to get on one project and they produced it. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Like I remember sitting in them sessions. I would not do nothing. I'm like, dude, you sing? What are you not doing? Nothing. I'm <laughs> right, like, because. Right. I only want to do stuff with Christ. 
And <laughs> you see how long that lasted. And I had to come back to that. But um, right. so we basically are birthed out of that. So yeah, wall music is kind of was the understudies. Yeah, per we, se. Yeah, we you know. No, I mean it really was like because you got to think out of out of Paz Mob came the Young Professionals. Yeah, yeah, which were to me the first hip hop. Slash R and B slash soul slash play every type yeah, no, of genre. No, you wouldn't. You couldn't put band. a genre on top of uh, young professionals. Right, they played everything. Everything. They were yeah. the first band that did it, and then they had interchangeable parts. Yeah, um, with, Rob Lewis could play bass. Well, RC was only the drummer. I know back then. Yeah, and he like, kind of uh, morphed into. You know what's crazy? He never played the bass for. He never played what? the bass for young professionals. He didn't. Who was he gonna play over? <laughs> right tub, tub or or, uh, or duke or, or james duke? right yeah yeah no right and so he would be interchangeable so he it was a struggle trying to not play when kyle was in town oh yeah because kyle, yeah, kyle played the bass too yeah no well kyle played the set yeah i know he played the and set but he gotta, was playing the bass you gotta too i think even then at that time rc and ad same age oh man the same era oh, so when man. you go to third tier yeah it was ad that was next right um and then you got so you got only ask the drummers. You got you sit there because you got um, Kyle RC and you got Rio, Rio, yeah, three drummers, yeah. Then the only thing was they only had one guitar player, which is Tub. Tub was not interchangeable because we did just didn't have any guitar players that was was as good as Tub, right? Um, who can do that? Um, bass was kind of interchangeable, but it usually was always it was Duke a lot. Unless, like, when Smurf got to moving around, yeah, um, um, Duke moved right to the keys, like it was nothing, (laughs) didn't miss nothing, yeah. And then probably at that time, usually Adrian would fill in, um, but shoot, for a long time they was always set, like they was always a set man, and it was crazy because they were so crazy with it. They didn't even need a singer, bro. Nobody ever sang that. Like, I know. Yeah. Like what's crazy is I would go do a little bit of something, like a little hook, and they'd be like, okay, don't do no verses. You about to do a little hook, and it's about to be short. And I mean short, short. Right, right. Um, but it was it was crazy. So we kind of got what Wall Music did is like Posmob did like a show, or the young professionals did a show for somebody. And um I never forget this time because me and Adrian was shopping all let's it felt like we was all day going, and this is some some nobody was wearing vans. Me and Deezy went and got these checkered vans, colored on one side, black and white on the other. Wow, it's the only ones with them. And then out of nowhere, yeah, like in the off. city, they just yeah. everybody started wearing vans after we was wearing them. But they actually did a concert for the ex, which is Molly and Chief. Oh, really? It was crazy. And um, um, after that, so. This is how everything about to tie tie together. We always so we started doing music. RC started tra- um, tracking. Um, Rashad started tracking, and Adrian started tracking. I tried to track, wasn't really good, but that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> but they started tracking. Um, I would have everything. I would still be writing songs, but it wasn't nothing to it wasn't nothing to hang your hat on. But we had a house. And I'll never forget, here come this name again, Sasha. Yeah. Knew, this was this one of my best friends in the world. She knew I had them 
notebooks and note like six notebooks of songs that I just wrote songs all day. Wow. And she came and got me. His house about to come for us over again. Molly produced a song nobody could write to. He produced a beat nobody could write to. And Sasha was like, dude, Shannon can write to that song because hmm. he can write to everything. She's like, I've never seen somebody who can sit, literally write to like a snap. And that's it. She's like, I don't care what you, you can be scratching your head. He'll write a song to it. <laughs> and yeah. so she like, so she came and got me. It was a house. We was doing some obscene things in that house. I never forget. She came and picked me up. Um, took me to the studio, took me to Frank Wright's. Um, I got reacquainted with CJ cause I kind of grew up with CJ yeah. just from the hood. I was at cause he was the engineer. Right. Shelly, who was a part of Pazmoth <laughs> was there with CJ. Oh, so when I walk in, you know, it's like a big reunion. Yeah. Shelly yeah. there, Sasha there, CJ there. And then I walk in and guess who in another room recording? Tracy. Wow. So Tracy comes in. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, y'all better get him on something. He been like this since high school. I never look back. Yeah. That it is 2020. That was in 2007 or six. I've took 11 months off. In the last thirteen years, wow. total, wow, for music, and um, so that's how I kind of got introduced to it. It was Sasha, man. Sasha, Sasha always involved in something, and um, so I got I wrote this song called um, I don't know if it was Runway Fresh. I don't know what song it was. It, no, it was Outer Space Love, and they thought it was a, the song was so crazy. And Outer Space Love did so well and throughout the studio and throughout everybody. Because you know when Frank Wright had the studio, yeah. everybody recorded with right, Frank, at Frank right. Wright's studio. So the song was crazy, and it just circulated throughout the studio. And they're like, well, let's see if we can do it again. And then this at the time when black people first started getting, like, the popularized the um, the fashion shows. I wrote a song called Runway Fresh. See, Chief was on Outer Space Love, but Runway Fresh Country was on. Ah. We did it. They played it. They played it at a fashion show. It was over since then. Everything. Wow. And when that started, though, like, to be honest, and this ain't me bigging me up, everybody who was in the studio was trying to get me to write with their team. Like, it didn't matter if it was NBMG. It didn't, it didn't matter who. Shout out to NBMG, who always showed love. But it didn't matter who it was. They was like, yeah, we want to get you to write. And I'm like, nah, I got my own team. Because mm. I already knew we was tracking anyway. Right. But I, that's how I kind of I kind of introduced RC and Adrian over there so they can get acquainted with them cats yeah. for being musicians. So first thing I did, I brought Adrian in, mm-hmm. played some bass on something. Yeah. Next session I had, I brought R- RC in. Right. And so when they asking, I'm like, well, y'all see my members. We already had Rashad as a drummer. Yeah. My brother was, didn't feel comfortable enough to play guitar with us yet. So we end up, I never forget, the boy RC called me at 2.20-something in the morning. Like, I got the name. Um, We're all listeners listen. I mean, we're all listening. Something, oh. something, something weird. I'm like, oh, no, we got to just change the last word. We're all listeners live. It's like, that's it. We wore music. Hung up. Called him like a week later. Um, I'm like, man, he had just started. He was with Brittany Bird. He, um, I was like, 
He's like, man, you trying to do a studio? I'm like, what's up? <laughs> He's like, what you doing? I'm like, about to get dressed so we can go buy a computer. <laughs> Just like that, went to go pick him up. We went to one of the discount computer spots. He went and got the um, disc from, um, he got the disc from Chris Bird, New Window, and then we never looked back. I mean, we, we had somebody who was already like, even young as a legend, rapping like T. Weez. Yeah. On the North, he was as big as Stink Bomb wow. when he first came to Wall Music. Right. We know how big Stink Bomb is, especially yeah. on the North. Right. T. Welch was was as big as, as him at the time just because of how his his lyrical skill was. Like, he still, to this day, will out-rap you. Do not, don't rap with him. <laughs> like, I don't like being. I don't like having to rap on the same song because he can just. He's just a rapper. Yeah. And now, like that's that's what he was good at. Now he know how to make songs, so he tough. He's tough to deal with. But ever since then, that's kind of that's how wall music was formed. We just expanded. Like we, so everybody who wasn't necessarily the, the founders, which is like me, RC, Rashad, and Adrian, they still like a first generation A. Cause yeah. Like. So that's when Armani and Ryan came in and Ryan Ferguson and um my brother, of course, Bandit, and um like David James and Dale Ray and shoot. It looked like we were just a label full of artists and I mean f- full of musicians. musicians yeah. And then Tony and then Tony Durton. Man, it's funny. I used to be skating Wednesday, singing my heart out, rolling around the skating rink, singing. Mm-hmm. Didn't know if I was pitchy, didn't care. <laughs> but Tony, who one of the best singers in Toledo, who I kind of grew up watching him sing, yeah. I forgot who he was after I got grown. I'm just rolling around singing. He like, I like your tone one day. I'm like, good looking. Not even thinking it's Tony, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life, signed or unsigned. Tony was the next move. I ended up singing at I went, me, Adrian, and Rayshawn, um, who was also with us, too. We went skating. Rayshawn McQueen. Yes. Yeah. We went skating, bro, again. And we on the side, and I, I always looked at him as a bro, as a big bro, Tony, anyway. Yeah. He was singing something. He, he, he did something. Some song was on, and at that time, we were skating every week. So we was, I seen him every Wednesday. Never even talked about music. I heard one run he did. I said, "Looks, bro, <laughs> <laughs> we got a label." That was it. Yeah, I want to like it wasn't like it was just like, man, we ain't got no money to sign nobody. We just want you to be that, you know, right. what, what we doing. Yeah. And it wasn't like a brand new person because when you, you know how it is when we in church. When you and that, we all know each other. Right, right, yeah. So he was with it. It wasn't a bunch of strangers. So he was comfortable right away, like right away, and we just got to work. Um. But music for me now is different. I don't know how much I, I mean, I still love it. Being an artist, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, it's more of a, of a business type of thing, right? Yeah, because I know how you look at me as an artist. Yeah. But I'm about to disappoint you. <laughs> Why? How? Three more albums and I'm out. Are you done? As an artist. As an I'll, artist. I'll never stop writing. Okay. Never, ever stop writing. Why Why, why you make that decision to, to, to be done? Because you know what's crazy? Music for us is a young person's thing. Like 
I ha- I'm a natural competitor. And I feel like I'm a failure if I don't get to a certain status. I'm I'm just gonna be 100. I ain't even told the, I told them that, but once they hear it now, this gonna be their first time hearing it. Um, and then I'm not naive, bro. Like I know in a in a realm I'm in, I ain't gonna. I will never be able to sing as good as I need to sing to be in that realm. Okay. Songwriting. I don't care who it is. My pen gonna be as strong as anybody alive. Right, right. Um, and I feel that way. I feel like I'm a good singer, not a great singer. Mm-hmm. To be to take it to another level, you have to be great to me. Um, but I feel like I'm a very good singer and a very good rapper. Combine them, I'm a very good artist. Right. That's good to have when you're twenty. Okay. And how old are you now? Thirty five. Okay. You know so what I'm you saying? Feel when you're in your twenties. Yeah. Because like during that time, I didn't do no. I didn't the 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 time where I should have been grinding, which especially when I was with, like with under um Pause under Pause Mob, mm-hmm. and I do got to backtrack. I did this song with Jay Carn and Eddie really at eighteen, fresh out of fresh out of high school. I mean, like literally, we graduated one day. One week later, we was in the studio, and it went crazy because I basically was still in high school. Yeah, and what's crazy is. Jason's dad actually was the one who had the CD burner. It was very rare that back then yeah, that yeah. you would have a CD burner. Right. So guess what he burned? All our mute, all the song, the song over and over again. Oh wow! I went into Scott one day. The whole the like I had a couple experiences like this in my life. I went into Scott one day. The whole gym just did the hook. Wow! Like it was surreal, and so like that probably spoiled me to artistry but from 18 to when i got back in the studio i, I did some stuff with um peanut whom i shout out to uh p dash uh peanut haynes um you know from all the haynes yeah yeah he the one that got me back in the studio but after like 18 19 i didn't do nothing until i was probably i had to be like 23 mm. that's too big of a gap yeah 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 especially how music was changing right too big of a gap. But um so during that time I had to make sure my kids were straight. I had two two daughters. I mean life happens though. Yeah. And I wish I would have just did music. I I tried to avoid it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I I tried to avoid it like the plague. Um, but I really just couldn't run from it. So I what, what what made you want try to avoid it? Like what? Because really, like before I understood my dad's sickness. Anything that reminded me of him, I didn't want nothing to do with it. Right. Um, but I also didn't understand that at the time, like what schizophrenia was. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was disappointed. Like I always said to people, my dad was around. He just wasn't there. Yeah. And it wasn't that he didn't want to be. He literally couldn't be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I ended up staying with my dad later on in my twenties for a week. And then I ended up taking care of my dad when I bought my house, um, a few years back. And I realized how much of a genius he was and what, what music was to him. Mm -hmm. Music was his sanity. And so when the group stopped getting, wasn't as hot as they was, that kind of expanded his sickness even more. And, but it made me respect my dad so much more. But really, it made, it made me respect my mo- mother even more. Um, so, 
that's why I didn't want to. But that's why I didn't want to do music because I didn't understand. I just knew my dad wasn't there. Right. So all I knew, no matter what, no matter what was going on, I just knew he wasn't there. Um, my brother is pretty good without him, but I know for myself, I needed a father, and I didn't want to have nothing to do with that. Even though I never stopped singing in church and never right, stopped right. doing nothing, <laughs> so it was really dumb. I never really stopped singing in church or nothing. So it was just dumb of me to waste that time. But when I got it and embraced it, man, I just kept getting better and better and better and better. And now I feel like, I feel like now musically, I'm a, I'm a force and a mentor. Like now I'm mentor cats. And, right. And that's what I want to do. Like I'm somebody OG, Jesse. Like, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. people OG now. Yeah, you are. But do you know, you, you talk about like, uh, now you feel like, okay, you got three more you want to do and, and you're done mm-hmm. as far as being an artist. I understand that. I was never an artist, but as far as... Uh, we talked about this. Yeah, as far as like doing music and doing everything that I do, graphic design, even doing the podcast, it's like um, I know how to do these things, but I want to pass on what I know how to you do to do other something. people. And what and the thing, what I want to do with the podcast, I haven't even told anybody yet. Well, what uh, I want to do is breaking news. <laughs> well, what I want to do is like the interviews that I'm having with you. That's fine. I can't reach the younger uh, generation as far as. Are you as interviewing music. me right now for this position? Yes, I am. I'm. I'm serious. I want somebody I, who I, I who knew, knows. I knew. <laughs> I knew you had something up your season sleeve, finale. <laughs> Yo, he just finessed me over here. Season Good. finale. Uh, no, interview. seriously. You know the artist. I don't know the artist. I don't know the local artist. I don't. I'm not in that scene anymore. Yeah. I was ten years ago. Uh huh. I, I know the older people like you and and Tracy and uh, T Diamond. Shout out to T Diamond. And I know all these people, but what I want to do is focus more on the business side of Toledo entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I need somebody who's into the music scene to take care of those and I do have- these interviews because they they contacted me all the time. Can I get on the interview? Can I get on the interview? Yeah. But I, I I can't have this conversation with you, man. I know, you know somebody what? else who can though. You know, I gotta you know see what? if they're ready to do that. You know what's crazy? This my lane. It really is because I'm a talker. But here's the thing: somebody gonna want to fight me, dude. Hey, <laughs> that, that's this is that's not me though. That's you though. Yeah, that's my personality. Because when you look at when you when you look at shows like uh, uh, Sway, mm-hmm. he talks to these people and he tells them that was whack, man. That song was what that freestyle was whack. He can he I mean he because he's in that lane. I, no matter how how old he is, but he stayed in that lane throughout his career. I was out for for a minute, like ten years. Yeah. So right. I don't, I'm not I don't have that communication with with the younger artists. I know somebody who who does though. Finesse <laughs> me. I can't wait to get on Facebook and make a status. I would love to do it. Okay. So, got a new building. I would love to do it. Yeah. I break. We can we can do it together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I actually I'll produce the show and everything. I'll you know be the person behind the, the scenes and and putting everything together. It's just I need a host for that for the artist version well, of this show. We're gonna handshake and agree. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree right now to be the host of Four One Nine Grind Podcast. Okay, so that's done. I'll, I'll take care of the business side of the entrepreneurs doing the interview, and you take care of the musicians okay. and, the, and the and the artists. Because I want to, I do want to show. Um, one thing I do all the time. And here's something that's breaking news on here. I don't have to get on my phone because I pro- I promised them I'm gonna shout them out. Um, one thing I'm doing, even though this is what gives me the, an advantage to me, 
because I grew up in the streets mm-hmm. and I've always been known as like this Christian dude. And I'm and people are like, oh, Shane saved. He only going to go so far. So, But I've always been the one who will fight. Right. <laughs> and they know that. Right. So that always gave me, you know, some kind of edge to be able. So when people make these lists, right, of who's the greatest out of Toledo or who's the best artist and stuff like that, I be smoking them like, dude, think you sweet if you want to and make me call 3G. Don't talk. Right. Don't make me call these people who gonna rip stages. Like y'all want to talk about rap. Take that same band. I'll give you my band. Cause you 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 sweet. That's cool. But get you a load of Tiffany Campbell. Mm. <laughs> right. Do that. Right, right. Oh, yeah, you nice. Follow Nitra. Right, right. Like follow him. Follow Marcus. Yeah. Come on. Follow them. I, I don't care what beat you put on. Right. Follow them. Yeah, hip hop is hard, but I mean, you got phenomenal, phenomenal voices that people don't even uh, uh, or listen to or want to hear because they don't have. They're not in that in in in, out in the open. Well, I will say this though: at this time in 2020, especially because of all that people who made it out and that's still active, like the Tubs and the Marley's. Marley really don't produce as much as he used to. He's do a lot of business, but shout out to bro. It's his birthday too. Oh, but um, birthday. shout out to um, Molly. But because they are still active, this right. is literally the best time in music yeah. ever in Toledo. Right. Because um, the acts are coming. Like the, and, and ironically, where most of the talent is, a lot of the talent is in church. Yeah. 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 Hidden right? talent. Like so literally. So that's. Ironically, that's the only thing that's missing. Yeah. We got the best rappers that we ever had. Clemmy's still active. B. White's still active. Right. You got the young cats that's coming up. You got um Felice that's crazy. Um Wanji Five. You got um Paragame. Like, like it Rocky Rocky still active. Like, right. man, come on, right. man. Like Chief, man, this is the most this is the best time for music because people still going. Tracy's still going. CJ right, working right. on something. Sasha dropping. Nietzsche dropping. Summer. Mark. Like Summer Connolly. Yeah. What, I mean. You see her video? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. See Kenamori <laughs> stuff? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like these really got, these is really talented cats. Like, and so this is a great time in music. The only thing that we missing to make it whole is gospel. So let me tell you. Insight. Talk about it. Talk about it. When we were coming up, remember when we were coming up and we would do these events, and they would be so big, we would have to take them to like hotels and yeah, be it was around every church. every month. It was something. It's, we talking about fifteen fire, yeah. I mean fire, yeah, choirs or yeah. group, young groups, groups like H two O, right, right, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like crazy H two O. Oh my god, yeah, I don't want to get to talk about them, bro. <laughs> I feel like I'm referencing with Tub in that too much. No, that's like, that's but, it, but that's it, it, crazy though. They had Juice, yeah. And then you got people like Juice who in boss positions. Like that's crazy. And yeah. then you got Jason Rome who, who oh, like I met, I met um, I met um Brian Michael Cox. I end up going to um, um, can't think of my man's name. Rico Love contest, mm-hmm. and he like, dude. He he gave me like the biggest compliment, like. That you can get far as winning, like, dude, if y'all in his area, he need to be writing your songs. 
But wow. I ended up meeting B. Cox. And then um, he asked me where I was from. I told him Ohio. And what he told me what part. I mean, I said, man, look, um, Jason Rome, one of his best friends. Really? Wow. So he, his, knew, he knew of Toledo then? Yeah. No Smurf. Well, wow. no no tub, <laughs> like wow. he got a he got a name dropping all of them. Like, yeah, I know them. And like Jason, one of my is my homeboy. Wow, crazy. And so these are people right from the city, bro. And so I think with me, I can actually expand it as well because you got people who got clothing brands like yeah. Drake, right? Drake with Toledo and Chris, um, they sponsor my. Concert in the garage well, was one of the sponsors for the concert in the garage. Okay, crazy. Yeah. Like people don't even know about partnering up, so you can be bigger. Yeah. Um. When you got fashion, and I think that's where I'll I'll come into play too, because I'm a I like clothes. So you got fashion, you got food. <laughs> yeah. Because right at this point, and this I want I ain't gonna get to this yet, but we're gonna talk about it. But it's so many people who don't want to work for other people, and they yeah. want to change the narrative and culture. Right. Um. So you got all these other aspects, but back to the music, which is what I specialize in. I decided that I was going to do. It was a secret, but now I just mm-hmm. I made a status on Facebook. I think I want to do like a gospel mixtape with some of the dopest artists in the city. Who y'all want to see a part of it? 156 comments. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay, y'all. This got too real. I made a group with like 30 people. And I know I left some people out, so I still be adding people daily. Right. Um, do you know, like, this? these people are super excited. Bro, that was eight days ago. I'm four songs done. Wow. <laughs> eight days. Wow. Every song has somebody featured on them with them. Wow. Never met before. So they come into that's, the studio. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. They meet each other. Right. And I write the songs on the spot. I like that. Oh, man, on the spot? Oh, oh, I haven't explained to you how I write, huh? No, you haven't. I don't write with we, pens we kinda, and pads. We kind of talked I, about it before, but you, you know. Yeah, I don't write with pens and pads. Um, Everything's a feel. I wrote, like I told you before, I had the notebooks. God, God just elevated that and took it to a peak where I don't write with pens or or. Or pad or nothing like how Jay Z write, how right. Wayne write, yeah, like that's how I do with songs. And so with me, I think of the notes. My brain is just crazy, so I think of the words, the notes, the harmonies, and melodies, all in one session mm. at one time. And so, and they all be different. I got my own. I got a sound, but like the the crazy part be having people watch me. And be like, how in the heck are you doing this? Yeah. So that be that it still be I still haven't got used to it yet. But when it when it comes to that, instead of me complaining about man, we I want to do a love and laughter, but for the church, I'll create it and put it on wax and let them hear themselves back. Yeah. Like yeah. the people who did, who who already recorded me, they either text me every other day or they text me every day. One person, two people already start trying to do their project with me. Wow. <laughs> Eight days. They only had to hear themselves one time on the track. Yeah. They're like, how we get it done? <laughs> so, like, once I realized that I'm no longer the young guy trying to figure it out, figure it out, and 
wait for somebody else to happen. And I I realized for like the last nine, for like the last eight years, I am the one. That I'm about to say <laughs> you're the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't think about that though. I had to think about it like you, you oh, know you know what it is me. though because you still feel the vigor and you still feel young. You still you're still excited about it. Yeah, I do. Like that was a doing that that put a new joke in me. But I mean. I mean, I ain't gonna get too spiritual, but it was a it's a spiritual attack on on, on my mind just from doing that. And may, after having so much like quick success, it's put me into the depression where usually people will be excited. Right. I'm like, I ain't want to get out of bed. I was cranky at work, and you know it wasn't the greatest feeling. This, and this is recent. This is like two days ago, two three days ago. Oh, yeah. So it's real recent. Yeah. Um, like literally. So my thing is. I won't stop. Um, I kind of talk. I had I had made a status on Facebook too when I got sick. I got sick on the day of the concert, and it was I did cool as Britney would say. It was cool for two and a half songs. Yeah, your voice went, and then it was yeah. it just left, and I didn't understand why it went went took such a hard left. End up having a whole virus, like a bad virus, where I couldn't even go to work for a week. Wow. They told me I wasn't even gonna sing. I wasn't supposed to be doing nothing, but I'm hard headed. <laughs> I went right to the studio on them off days yeah. and made like fourteen, I mean like fourteen hundred in like <laughs> three days. Wow. Um, but but the thing is, I got mad. I really got mad at the enemy. So that's where it came from. I'm like, man, you really. I've never been through so much trying to put out my gospel records. The last two, right. Ryan never went through so much. Um, that was like so strenuous on me. So now I take everything personal. Like any attack on me, I'm taking it personal. That's why I'm like, okay, well now you about to get an army of people who gonna want to do music and not just me. Right. Yeah. So now when they hear themselves back, it's over. I'm talking about like people coming out the wood. I'm talking Nikki D, Brian, mm. Tiff. I mean, everybody about to be working. Um, sometimes I might do a song and just send it to them. Sing the song, send it to them. This your song. Right. What verse you want? Huh. Um, I just did that for Brian. I already started Nikki D. I don't know how it's going to work with me and Tiffany. Everything just be funny. I didn't know her so long. I've been on everybody so long, but me and Tiffany was always super close. So, I mean, when it comes to music, in that realm, I think that's the only thing that's missing. Everybody else, they grinding, man. Like, I'll go sit over at CJ's who taught me so much other than being with with Peanut and Pazmob and my dad and them coming up. CJ is the person, other than learning on my own, who's taught me the most. Well, C- CJ's a genius, so. He my he's still my favorite artist in Toledo right yeah. now, but probably between him and Tiff, like they my favorite artist. Um, like Chief, my like people got categories. Like Kanye, my second favorite artist after Mike. That don't make him the best rapper. I just like his artistry. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson is not the best singer. No. I just like him as an artist right. and how he did, yeah. how he moved as an artist. It was very smart. How Kanye moved is smart. Yeah. He fried. But I like it because, it, <laughs> like, I understand the mind of a genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they I, don't think they don't think like regular people. 
Well, y'all don't think like regular people. <laughs> we don't. You don't at we all. Don't. Like and, and um, shoot, that thing got me in trouble a lot. And so, like, even with my even with war music, man, listen, I'm taking them boys through the ringer. I be getting on a that God put them in my life for a reason because they had to be somebody who will be forgiving. And they be like, that's just Shan, but we ain't even about to let that slide. Right. Polish up. Yeah. And so they it kind of polished me up. I love my love my guys between them and Tracy. Like you need people who gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. But um like people gotta understand too, they gotta go in different spaces and get vibes. Like music is such a vibration. That's why I feel like the thing that was missing is the gospel. That's why the world's so bad right now. Uh, it's it's like down. gospel music has this. I don't want to say disappeared. Oh, you can say that, but it, it, there is no prominent voice or sound in gospel music anymore. Not, not not lately. As a whole, maybe I'm missing something. As a whole, or just locally, locally, like oh, definitely. Okay, yeah. Well, as a whole, I mean, there there there's still some, but locally, let's talk about it. Talk about what do you want to talk about? <laughs> let's talk about it. Like no prominent. This is how honest I am. It's no way in what I'm doing. And what I'm doing, yes, I should be ranked where I am as like a top three, four, two gospel artists here. Mm-hmm. But now when you have Jacob Bates, Jason Bates, yeah, and Tawan Gaston, yeah. and I can and it goes on and on and on and on and right. on and on and on. Like and Amy and like you got these people who are phenomenal songwriters and everything. Um, I ain't say that as no this either. That's the compliment. Like I look up to these people, right? Like the the greatest of us ain't ain't doing nothing. I always bring up a name like she a ghost to these cats in the studio. Name Shelly. When I say Shelly, yeah. it's like who. <laughs> I didn't hear, they like, man, I didn't hear everybody be sweet. Who is this Shelly? All right. I'm trying to tell y'all. Right. Y'all think I'm a hound. Shelly different. And so, like, you got the some of the best of the best not um, not doing, not putting stuff into the atmosphere that can last. That's an attack. RC just texted me yesterday. Um. He just texted me, man, I ain't really been talking to nobody. I've been tired. And that's, I said, bro, that same thing with me. And then I told him what I just told you. He was the only other person I told. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, man, I think it's just an attack on creatives. And it makes sense. Right. The most creative of us are being weirdly. It's, it, that, that actually, that's always going on. Like, yeah. for, for, since forever. But like, some, when, I, when I was doing what I was doing 20 years ago, 10 years ago, Project 360. Shout out to Project 360, though. <laughs> so oh, when I was doing that, yeah. uh, I did. We we did that. We put out records. We had a studio. We did shows and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like we fought the hardest to keep ourselves together. We Like we fought within each other. Okay. I mean, wow. it was because. Oh, I know it. It was because that's just how it is with musicians. And the, you're always being attacked. Even when I do the, the artwork, I, I quit. Thousands of times because I feel like, oh, man, what's the point of me doing this? Why? Why am I doing this? I got a job now. I work at Jeep now. Why am I doing this? It's because, But that's something that, that keeps me going. 
yeah. like art artistry mu- music the arts even this right here it keeps me it going keep you going and this was crazy about about that statement um we the best thing that we ever can did ever could have did in world music and worst is separate yeah like we still a company but we all work separately our money got his own thing he world music I got my own thing. I'm wall music. Right. RC got his own thing. Wall music. Rashad. Wall music. Um, Bandit. Wall. Like we all got our own thing, and then we got subsidiaries. Subs- um, subsidiaries. Subsidiaries. Like David James is in wall music. Okay. He just started his own music. Yeah, I saw it. You see what man. I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, we we are we are umbrella company who want to birth who has birthed a lot of things. Um, shoot, you can look at Big Steve, a legendary producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um just the stuff that we are capable of doing is tough, bro. It's tough to because it's always about gauging when you gotta be. Who who gon' who gonna be Jesus this week? <laughs> and who gonna be a disciple? Right. Because every idea is probably gonna require a Jesus. Yeah. And then it's gonna require some disciples. Right, you know what I'm saying, and when everybody feel like they got the talent to the the genius like the God like talent, and I'm just using that as a reference. You know, I'm a Bible dude, so I'm right, right, always right, right. doing yeah. Bible stuff. But who is this? This who is ready to serve? That's what I. Me and my brother actually got our haircut today, and that's that's what we had. We discussed that everybody want to be in charge, but the best people in charge. Our servants. Jesus was the greatest servant yeah. of all, bro. Right, right. And so what I learned about leadership is what can I do for you? How can I make your job easier? Right. What can I do to make you, how can I help you on the drums? Rashad, how can I help you with the, like, and they be like, what? and then if they tell me, you can help me by worrying about you. Mm. Then and I'm cool. Right. Then I can worry about just me. Right. And so we grew to that. Um, and everything like our our conversations be interesting now, where like we can hold each other accountable without everybody getting attitude, and we look at it like, oh yeah, that's a challenge now. Right, you ain't calling me out, you calling me the greater. Whereas I have been doing it a long time, but eh, I ain't been doing it in the nicest ways. Right. Um, but now how we go about it, we just all accepted that challenge. As a, as a challenge We just did it this week And then this boy To be honest Within our group This boy Armani Then drops Like oh Make no mistake about it I've been stepping up This boy dropped a whole um, Live uh, Arrangement of, of, of this cat On Instagram When I say that mug So crazy You can just see the growth Within each other Now Because we separated And we mature I think now is the time To come back together Okay. You know what I'm saying? So eventually I'm going to do a whole wall music po- podcast where we mm. all going to be here. Yeah. And we're going to be talking. We're we going to tell some stories. We're going to talk, nice. we talk about DZ. Right. All of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because even though it's tough, a, a lot of people, you know, it's different. I, would, I think it was just me, Armani, and Ryan that was married with. Armani was young and married, like a a kid kid when I, he was married. So was I, yeah. um, to be honest. Um, 
But now, every, and, and like people only had one kid or no kids at the time. Yeah. Everybody got kids in the family in the house right. now. Um, and so it's a little bit different. And now we ain't just doing stuff to do it. We ain't doing stuff because we want the chicks to come to the shows. We doing it with everything with a purpose. Like even when I did the garage, right. that, was, that was with a purpose. I want yeah. people to steal the idea. Right, right, right. I want y'all to have to call me. Right. <laughs> and ask me how much it costs. Yeah. And then you say yes or no. Right. When I give you a price. That's that's business. I learned from working at Buckeye the power of business. Yeah. And so when you have something to offer, you got to respect it or check it. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Now, I don't want to cut you off unless you had. No, go ahead. When you, when you talk about business, like who do you look up to as far as like in it don't have to be music industry, but as far as a, a as an African American business, who who's yours? Mine is Damon John. Okay, my favorite entrepreneur that's black of all time, just because of my era, is Master P. Okay, why? Master P. One, he do music. Two, he um he real niggified. <laughs> uh, he did it like as a, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a street dude, smart. Right. Um, he went and made his own deal. One of the stories he said is like, if y'all want to give me a million, I mean, I know I'm at least worth ten. Shoot, I got a million. Mm. So once he made his money after selling the CDs out the trunk, that gave him the power. Y'all need me now if y'all right. want to make some money. So he. He he did something because they didn't even believe in him. Like, uh, he just got this money. Let's just do it because we can. Whatever we get, this this basically just a power play. Right. The boy sold over fifty million albums at eighty five percent royalties. Wow. <laughs> you know how much money? That's a, we, that's a crazy deal. Like you don't. And then we talking about we back in the era at eleven dollar CDs, yeah. and then he one of the people who ushered in the double disc. So you remember, right, right. remember yeah, 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 yeah. them twenty two song albums, right. <laughs> dog. So his stuff probably going for seventeen. Yeah, yeah, making eighty five percent of each. Wow. And you touring, and yeah. you the biggest company. Period. Yeah. Like, period. Everybody need to thank them in the south. Right. And I, I, you always see them get glossed over. You never, you, even now though. Yeah, that's even what I mean. now, yeah, yeah. You always see them get glossed over, but it is no cash money on the in the way that they were beat without Master P. Right, Master P between between No Limit and and between No Limit, um, Dungeon Family and probably um, what's my guy's name um, and UGK single handedly. Yeah. Mainstream, right? Down south music and Uncle Luke, right? But the way that P did it to make money, to be flashy with it and be street with it, right? Yeah. Don't that sound like cash? Don't that sound like ca- cash money? Literally, yeah. It's like they, cash money fused all four of them. They took the blueprint. Yeah, they took so the they blueprint had, and just ran with it. Yeah, because you got to think, like one of my favorite albums of all time is Four Hundred Degrees. Mm. It's in my top. It's in my top ten favorite hip hop albums of all time. It's in my top twenty best hip hop albums of all time. Okay, so if you look at four hundred degrees, one of the biggest songs, and I just heard it today when I was getting gas. It's back that ass up, right? Right. There's Uncle Luke, gone. 
out the way. When you talk about anything that's trapping, UGK. Got right. it. Yeah. Done. Anything that's turned up, then they had that on 400 degrees. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a gateway to, they, to the South. 400 degrees yeah. captured every single thing that was popping in the South. Right. One album. Yeah. One album captured everything that it was about. Even um, Juvenile is a lyricist. Right. He ain't just a person who can just get on there and say anything. Right, right. Now, Han is, was just so different that that was the one thing that they had that was Southern that they they made a gateway for. But even when it was talk about the story, t- like the storytelling on there, that took care of the uh, Dungeon Family and Outcast. Right, and yeah, these yeah, times, yeah. we got to hustle. Right. My pockets be hurt. Man, listen, dog. <laughs> like, with the music, people don't even know Jazzy Faye playing the bass. Oh, is he? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, that's Jazzy Faye. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why that album's so special. But that's another reason why I love P. Because about time they got to do it, who was bigger than P? And No Limit. Nobody. Nobody. So guess what the labels was looking for? The next group. Not not the next um. Silk the Shocker or C Murder or Master uh, P. Okay. They were looking for the next no who's the next right, no limit. Right. Who the dudes that already had their money just like them? Cash money. Yeah. We want to be we we want what they doing, but we want to keep the money. Right. Right. <laughs> Who can capture that? Last time I checked, cash money still going. Yeah. P still making money right now. He just he just transitioned over from music. Shout out to P though, because Part and P show, a lot of Toledo people love. Like I wish to, P would probably sign me if he knew if he found me. Mm-hmm. He would because he probably would just like the energy. And then in the realm of being in gospel, having that, you know what I do. Yeah. yeah so yeah, doing yeah. that on a national level, right, right, right. National. I mean, I told you this what three albums ago. Yeah. Like that was probably the the most diverse album that can keep me from start. To finish without having to change the song, without having to cut the CD off. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Um, but I, I really believe something like like me being an artist and me being a national artist. That's the only way I keep going. And and I know a lot of people saying, "Don't get the deal." Well, tell that to somebody else. I want the deal, <laughs> right, right? Because it's not about me. It's not about the money. I own my house and own my cars. So even if I go back to that lifestyle, I'm thirty five. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. What, I'm going to get used to a lifestyle for five years and lose it all? No. I mean, and, and like lose my marbles if I got to go back to regular life? Right. I want to spread. I want to do what I want to do. Like, you got my EPK. You you know what my goal is. Yeah. I want to make Christianity cool to be. I want it to be cool to love God. That's it. Right. Like, it's okay, bro. You can let, dress. Let me let me ask you about that a little bit. When When it comes to making Christianity cool or, or christian music cool or, or gospel rap cool the, first it, of all gospel rap is the hardest genre in the world it is axel cray axel cray i i will get signed to reach too because i mess with lecrae when when uh, he's probably one of my top artists of all time yeah me by too the way. but uh when it comes to making it cool again making it popular do you think that's what what kanye was doing when he when he put out the album or or was it a genuine 
uh, reach for trying trying to reach. I'm a little biased with Kanye. I know um, you love him. Yep, I do. But the, here's the thing: I'm I'm up in the air to see if he tried to sell if he tried to sell God, or did he really have a legit change? We don't we don't know that. And though, that's like not personally. my job. That's right. not my job to judge it. Um, but whatever he, if he did sell God, it was ingenious. If, like as an artist, it's a genius move. It is, yeah. I can't. I, I mean, you can call it what you want. It was a genius move to do so. He got in a lane that nobody was in. Right. Well, I, not that not that nobody was in. Nobody in. in nobody the, who can do it like. See, nobody well, at, in his echelon. Let's talk about this. I, mean, I didn't have to turn no, right no. here. <laughs> no, no, seriously, nobody like Lecrae been doing this since ninety nine. Yeah, but here's the thing. What's your favorite Kanye West song right now? My favorite Kanye West song? That's not going to change. It's, it, it has nothing to do with his album that he just put it. out now. I, I get it. What is it? It's probably Amazing. So Amazing. Yeah. With, yeah. With, uh, what's the name? Yeah. Uh, with, with Jeezy? Yeah. Okay. My favorite Kanye song is still his first single, Through the Wire. Right? And probably that and all of the lights is yeah, one I mean, I guess one. It's, it's so one many. One. Right. right? But none of them songs catapulted him like Jesus Walks. Kanye Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye, that Jesus Walks you was the what? third single. Uh, <laughs> T.I. said that that song made gospel rap popular. Gospel rap. I do quotes because it, that wasn't a gospel song. It wasn't, it, it wasn't it, but, it, but it made it popular to, to talk, about, talk, talk about yeah, Jesus. But, but listen, though. They said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. He's talking about sex, lies, drugs, and videotape. And if I talk about God, my album won't get played, huh? So if this take away from my spins, would it probably take away from my ends? Right. And I hope this take away from my sins and bring the day then I'm dreaming out. Next time I'm in it, <laughs> talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. He's talking. Right. Like, and this is where Kanye went wrong. That's what we needed. I will say this about Kanye album. If we could find a way to mix every gospel album like his, did you hear the mix of the Oh, part? yeah, yeah. The, the sound was, in, was was perfect. I've never heard anything ever like that on never. any any level ever. of music, any genre of ever. music. Ever. That was probably the best. Now, now, now the mix, the sound was, was there, but it was just the content That's, to me. Yeah. For, the content was not. You know what it sounded like? A baby Christian. Yeah, exactly. It sounded didn't sound like, like I wanted to sound like Jesus Walks. You wanted to sound like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? exactly. But here's the thing: I ain't a baby Christian, so I can talk. I can talk in entendres and still have like, dang, this got to be gospel music because of how. If you know the word, then you're like, dang, I can't find no fault in it because it's scripturally based. Right. So what Kanye did and what killed him is. He went. To, he did what he had an idea of what gospel music should, should sound be. like. Yeah, or what? I mean, but th- to be honest, that's what it, it should sound like. Well, but it, as far as like, not, yes, the progression choir, of the choir, the, wise, the, the way the choir, choir was presented, wise, yes. But Kanye can really rap. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But he didn't yeah, rap. He, on, he didn't do it on that album. But yeah, and yeah, he had writers. So what? I mean. It, you can't take away from the fact that he still can't write for for himself. He can still write for himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's 
he can really rap and he could have talked like how he should have talked. He could have did a Jesus walks too. It didn't matter. It, it, it like, and that's the thing when I say about popularizing, um, gospel music, especially like gospel rap, I believe it is definitely life and death and the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. My favorite genre of music right now is battle rap. Really? <laughs> Not singing. I'm talking about no beat. Oh, wow. Talk. You okay. know why? I'm a writer. That's number one. But uh, number two, I, it is, it is, I write, I project, I perform better than you. No music. No, right. None of that. It might just be me and you. It might be just the crowd energy. But that's the best. That's the best competitive thing. Make no mistake about it. All music is competitive. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that right there is amazing. So I take gospel rap in this aspect. Can can you play your songs in a room of that's full of people and not be ashamed or scared? If you cannot, you can't be an artist. Right, right. Yeah. And that's what I mean by popularizing it. Can I play this and no matter what happens, you can listen to it and and somebody else going to play their records and they going to turn up the same. Right. I feel like on my last project, definitely this last one, No Genre, I definitely did that. And only because the worldly people said I did it. Right. The people who, I I won't say his name. But it was a it's a, one of my good friends who don't believe in nothing. He said, "Man, if people presented gospel music like this, I might go to church." He said, "I yeah. probably would." Right. But to me, what you do is gospel music in in a sense, right? But to me, it's an artist as yourself who's doing music, but you're but you're a Christian. You're 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 yes, like you're correct. a Christian. That's why I understood right, him right, when right, he right. said it. I'm a Christian doing. Uh, music. Well, the problem is with people who try to be deep and what's getting on the cray. They, I feel like they just need to get in their word more. See, cause yeah, Bible, I, I don't like that when, because when they, well, when this, they do. this is the thing. The Bible says this, and then it slipped. So I'm gonna give you a different scripture. <laughs> um, first of all, um, dang, um, oh, your gift come without repentance. Right. That means. If I can sing, mm-hmm. right, right, whether I was saved or unsaved, God gave this to me. Yeah, it's mine. Right, right. I'm a singer. Right now, I can sing. Because I can sing, I can choose if I want to do gospel or right. if I want to do another genre. Right. The choice is, be, and all the Craig was saying is, he gave me a gift to rap. Now right. I'm choosing to do it for the kingdom. Right. I'm a rapper who's choosing to yeah. do it for the kingdom. Right. I'm an artist who's choosing to do it for the kingdom. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. That's what it is with me. That's what the Bible say. Don't smack me. Right. Christians. That's what it say. <laughs> like, like, and then your gift will make room for you. It's right. It's, well, it's it's simple. Right. What I don't like is when you get other gospel rap art or Christian at rap artists or Christian churches or or go ahead and they they talk about him they bash him for doing what he's doing his music doesn't sound like the other gospel you know rap why? artists because you got people that want you to be rapping like um 
If you don't want to get with it. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I, already, I already know that sound. I, I don't want you to come and feed us. Because you know I believe in Jesus. <laughs> I already know that sound. Yeah. Come on, dog. Yeah, that's like, what they no. want. No. Let no, him they reach. Don't, no, they don't when, want that. No, listen to me. Nobody wants right. that. Right. Well, look, when, 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 I don't want to get too spiritual, because, you know, but, or too churchy, but when Jesus was out, you know, talking to the people, he wasn't sounding like church. He wasn't sounding like the Pharisees. He wasn't sounding like a prophet. He right. was sounding like a dude walking down the street talking about what he what he knows or what he believes in, what he, what he think what he believes God is going to do. You know he wasn't crazy? talking about. He wasn't out there preaching. He was just having conversations. Guess what? This is how you know people ain't in their word like they should be, and they just too deep. He taught in all parables. Now I could get up and just right. walk out. Right. <laughs> I could just walk out right. like I am preaching. What was he doing? He taught in all them all bars. Exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. All metaphors. Yeah. He spoke and taught in metaphors. Yeah. You listen to anything I ever do, I always write for two people, me and y'all. Yeah. The first one has to be for me because it's a meaning that I can explain to you on any song that I got that you wouldn't know. Right. Because I write for me. Yeah. And then that's just that's that's true artistry. That's what Kanye does that all the time. Yeah. Like, what is he talking about? Because you have to have your own peace with it. Right. That's a message to himself. That's a message you to yourself. To, yes. You have to have be at peace with it for yourself. Like, if you got to, like, I know how good I can write a song, but everybody won't be on that, in that same, have that same vibration. So what's the way that I can get people on the same vibration and still receive it? I write for us both. Yeah. Using the same song. Right. And I do it all the time. And now, since everything I do is to, like, to challenge us as people, but also glorify, and I don't, want, I don't challenge God, I, I, I just ask questions through yeah. music that I, I know other, if I'm asking, other people asking. Right. Or if I want to have a conversation about it, I'm going to talk. Like, um... I'm super I'm super honest. The Bible said the power you you overcome by we overcome by the power of your te- of our testimony, right? Mm-hmm. So who said that I couldn't do it over music? Right. It's as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell me what I ain't been you can't tell me if I've been through it or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it, some of the stuff you talk about, people are like, oh man, he's talking about that on the gospel album? Bro. <laughs> From the slave ship back to imprisonment now. A super predator, what they labeled as wild. Right. Stuck in poverty with, I forgot what I'm saying. Stuck in poverty, we just trying to get out. And crack came, nobody asking us how. Drugs from Columbia flooded our streets. A war going on between you and me. Now, I can stop there. Those are literal, those are literally words that I've literally thought in my head and said, this right. don't make no sense. And don't nobody think about this. How do drugs right. get all the way to the hood? Right. From Columbia. And I can't talk about that in gospel. Right. Why? Right. They said the same thing about Lecrae. Like, what do you talk about racial in, injustice and you're, you're a Christian? Because that's real. Right. That's life. You know what I'm saying? That's life. And so when I, um, and then when I say my first crack seller scene was back in 93, my neighbor told me he was sell, only selling candy. That's real. That mm. is a real statement. Right. Because what are you going to say? I'm selling crack and right. I'm eight. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, these are stories that people, like, that song got a story by it because these are stories that people want to hear or people people can relate to. And so it's like, 
the irony of the song is the last thing I said is I got baptized at ten, and I'm gonna I ain't gonna borrow it up, but I got baptized at ten, and once I realized that it wasn't candy, I wanted to find a person because mm. this was ninety three. I went ten in ninety three, so two years later he's selling drugs, looking for him, can't find him. I want to tell him like, dude, I just found out about God, da, 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 da. right? And he got to go look for somebody who shot his homeboy and got shot. Wow. So when I found, so the last bar I said is, um, got shot in the back when he got robbed. So he had to ride, but he died too. He lost his life the same day I found mine. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm really talking because, right. like, as I'm embarking on a new life that comes with a lot of responsibility that I don't even know nothing about at 10. He did because he might he might have heard the had the opportunity to find Christ, but I know the power of a kid telling you about God. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced it, All right? And I could like and me saying and me referencing um um the 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 um Marvin Gaye song make me want to holler. Like those are the stuff that if I if I could have if I would have made it this God, why does this happen? Why couldn't I get to him in time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. And I don't, and so no, I don't want to hear no, um, I don't want to hear no, uh, have me back down like I'm in the post stuff. And now I, but now I'm filled up with the Holy Ghost stuff. No. <laughs> what is that, man? Oh. You just thought of that just now? Yeah. That's crazy. That's what it sounds like, though. That's yeah. gospel gangsters back in 1996. And how much have it? So when you. It hasn't the, changed, though. It has, though, with the elite cats. Well, yeah, I'm saying, but that's some cats that's going. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, you got, you got Flame. You got Trip Lee. You Bro, got. Yeah, Trip, Le, of Trip, course, Lecrae. Trip is crazy, man. But one of the, it's a battle rapper. His name is The Saga. The Saga. Shout out to The Saga. I never met him, but I'm going to shout him out like I did. Listen, dog, that man's a problem. Really? He just uh, battled on the roof with this comedic um, um, who believe in our ancestors and all of that. It's been a it's been a rivalry for four years. It's, a, it's top five battle I've ever seen in my life. I've been watching battle rap for 15 years. Mm. Wow. I'm talking about at least 400 battles I didn't see. Four or 500 battles. Top five. I ever uh, seen. You ever seen Calico and, and uh, Loaded Lux battle? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, I got to turn you on the battle. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I don't know when to start you, man, because it's so much that it, if I put you on now, you'd be like, it's almost like a soap opera. That's, what, that's why I okay. like it. Yeah. It's, so, you know how you get the stories for the women, yeah. soap operas. Yeah. And then... Wrestling is like the male version. Right, of right. Uh, uh, that's why I always call it. This is like the hood version of a soap opera. If you pay attention enough to it, but you challenging each other, yeah. Because people be getting like smoked. Some people, or it be a great battle, or you might see somebody who lose two one, or you like you have fun debating it with people. Like, well, this is why I thought he won. Right, right. And people think I side with it. I, I'm a little biased towards the soccer because I'm a Christian, and I know. How do you continue to be sweet and you know everybody about to come down and say how they gonna kill you? You can't even cuss. Right. And they about to talk about your religion. Right. And you got and you and you have to refrain as much as you can from killing somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same attacks every it's just amazing. 
and everybody got their own story. So, like, somebody go, the dude who he battled was somebody who wants unity, but he's a blood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. so everybody got a story. So when they go at him, guess what? Everybody attack. How you gonna want world peace, but you in the streets? You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. And I think that that type of stuff. Like I'm just a music kind of sore. And I, I, all of that I just said. And I specialize in singing and hey. vocalist. Hey, and that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is that that type of stuff. That type of stuff is why I think music in Toledo is great right now. And so I just took it upon myself to make sure that gospel was not getting left out. Business-wise, um, business-wise, too, because if they hear it, they hear it. But the thing is, once, pe- once people work with me mm-hmm. and see my gift is to make your gift bigger, right? hopefully that make you say, well, it's time for me to get something done. You know what I'm saying? Even right. if it's not with me. Yeah. Um, everybody who record with me is not coming back to record with me. Long as y'all go record, because that's more that's spreading the gospel, right? Yeah. So with me doing a free mixtape for people just to get on, all you gotta do is show up. Right. You ain't even gotta write. So you just gotta show up. What are you gonna do with it? Like how are you gonna put it out? Uh, I don't know. Like I try to do selfies with everybody and then I'll probably send you all the selfies <laughs> Put it together. Put it together, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But the thing is, it's about unifying everybody. Like, people are coming in there who never met each other and becoming friends and texting each other. Wow. Liking each other. Posts, creating relationships, yeah. Creating relationships that yeah. wasn't normal. Right. Normally done. Like, so far, like, it's been amazing. Like, I just let my brother listen to it. I've been keeping it under wraps. Um, as far as the songs, I haven't even let... Only people I let hear each other's stuff with, and this was two days ago, because I'm like, well, let me inspire them. I, I sent every song that to all the artists who actually did a song, so everybody got to hear each other. Oh, okay. But it's still 20 more people in the group who haven't heard nothing, and wow. they're trying to figure out how does this work. Right, right. They don't know. They're just showing up, and then if you can wow. write, you better write on the spot. Oh, that's crazy. So what? What? what's the... Uh like what's the what's the forecast as far as like putting it out like when it is none, none? not yet it'll You're be just before twenty twenty. Um, I want to get to twenty songs. I'm at four. Okay. Um, it's really gonna be based on the artist work. Um, as a dad, of course, you know I got to be a parent. Yeah. And you know this is something I want to show my kids too, because you know once they see you doing something, <laughs> look yeah. at you. Yeah, and your dad. Right, right, right. We, we couldn't run. Right, right. I mean, it's like you're, you're. It's your blood. It's in your yeah, blood. Yeah, it's so, not. I want to say forced into it, but like you are naturally gravitated towards. You're naturally it. gravitated to yeah. it, which is good. Yeah. And once, and once, like when I did my EPK, guess who the first people that seen it before you? Who's that? My older, my teenage daughters. Okay. Yeah. They sent. They're like, dang. <laughs> they're like, man, you really be doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> Right, and that's the gratification you gratification you want, and then I send it, you know, show show the older kids, who, show the people who can understand. Um, but you want the Bible say a wise man leaves an inheritance for, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? So inheritance don't always have to be monetary. What can you show? Can you show them that you unify the city to come together for one project? Wow. What kind of inheritance is that right. to leave? 
Like that's not that's not just an inheritance. That's a legacy. That's, that's a, a legacy. Yeah. yeah. So you see what I'm saying? It 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 makes you responsible. Um, it, it brings a certain kind of responsibility, but it also brings a certain kind of pride. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I take pride in being Buck Noble son. Right. Like that means something that they had that first one of the first black studios right here on door. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my granddad had a, I think he had a gas station and, and uh, uh, for sure, I know he had a black topping company, but two gold records that I had to grow up in the house in. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's why, again, going back and how it's coming back together. That's why when people be talking about the greats, what are we talking about? Are we right. talking about the people who own from Potomac who got, who then sold four mil? That we forgetting about right. that we just gonna gloss over and go straight to Rance is Rance, yeah. Rance yeah. the greatest from this area in right. life, right? Like we going you got them statuses, and then you got like my pops now, and then you got like I go straight to Tub Smurf, yeah, yeah, right yeah. to them, right? Because they they it's like I look at it like tiers, like they like top tier, like you got legendary tier, and I look at that like. You got to get at the life, Jennings, and you got to get at the oh, ranks. Yeah, yeah. Well, after that, then you got top. I mean, you you still got other people. I mean, in I guess there, you could though. put my dad name up there yeah, too. I'm about to say your dad. You got Chris Bird. Chris Bird. Oh yeah. See, you there. don't leave Chris, him out, man. No, definitely. Chris like, Bird. Like, like Chris, literally, Chris was one of my one of one of my favorite people ever see, in see, life. See, but this is what I was gonna do. I was actually gonna do a whole section for Chris Bird. Oh, right okay. <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that. Chris Bird, who we never know what he gonna do. Yeah, we, you never know what the ranking because he's still going. Yeah, he's, he's he's in different avenues, bro. Always, always doing something. Got, the song he got right now with with um that Byron Cage doing. Yeah, yeah. I did the CD cover for uh, for Chris for that one for the, the single. <laughs> Crazy, Chris. Chris ain't human, dog. No, like, no. Like he. I mean, even back in the nineties, right? He did, you know, Chris Bird and True Victory, right? Yeah, and then he he stopped, right? And he didn't stop, but he t- kind of changed. Uh-huh. Then he started doing jingles for 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 yep. for people. Then he started doing ringtones. Yeah, and then he got to, into doing. He brought back a uh, true victory for Listen, a little bit, and then started doing his own stuff. He he shout out to Chris Bird, who is super supportive of me, and super supportive of our company. Always have been happy that we doing happy that especially I'm doing gospel now. Um. I know I'm gonna get some radio play from me when it, whenever it open back up. Yeah. Um, and I ain't saying all of that for this, but Chris Bird, when I did the live from the garage, mm-hmm. came to the house just to make sure everything was straight. Oh, really? Rehearsal. That's dope. And live day. Um, he always been great. I I call. I don't even call Chris Bird. Chris Bird. When I see him, I see role. I should say, "What's up, role model?" Every time I see him. Yeah. Um. But he taught us a lot of the business as well, make sure that our business just basically doubled down on what my dad taught and what we learned throughout the time. Yeah. Um, but far as tiers, he will be like up there with top tier with rants and life. And um, you know, my dad and them had a great run. Um and I and I guess you gotta put them up there because nobody has had a, as legendary as exactly. as them too. So right. I would say it's probably some other white cats. Um, I think who was the group? Was it Layback who did really, re- really well? Uh, Layback, are they from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
um you go you, if you go if you go back back mm-hmm. to the 80 86 87 i was born no, i wouldn't i know i don't know I, you know i was just like 10 yeah. years old sweet and low okay that's my my cousin Duro was dj yeah yeah, so, yeah. so I, ha- I they heard were there in so the, the rap so industry. They th- so they said, "Yeah, you right." So they up there as well. Yeah, and then you got like right under them. I I don't know if I want to put Smurf Tub and Tobias because I can put Mob up there and Morley up there. When too. you but when you they are when you talk about Tub and Smurf and, and Tobias, they are. And Duke, and Duke, they are in that in that same level because they're they're producers. They're not artists, so they're they're not going to be yeah. seen. So this but is they're, they're is, being this heard, is, and people don't just oh, don't so know. I mean, we got to put Jason Rome up there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's uh, we one. just gonna stick right to music and, and being involved in that. So you got Tobias, who don't really talk about it, right? But he he's a Grammy award oh, I know. winning. I know. Uh, and what's funny is, you know, he came out of the Pilgrim. My dad has got that. You know, I his went, dad is my goddad. Yeah, you know, I we they, they went to our church, right? His mother, not his mm-hmm. dad, but his mother mm-hmm. went to our. So Tobias like grew up with him and, and Cleta, his his cousin Cleta, who's probably mm-hmm. the, the best drummer to come out of Toledo. So you got to put Cleta up there. Yeah. Well, that's a different conversation with music. Man, look, we got so many musicians, talent, that artists came from Toledo. Yes. Oh, you know what? Oh, ooh, Lord, forgive me, Art Tatum. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. See, that's, that's Baker. That, well, Art Tatum, that's my dad is in his lane, right? Right. As a saxophonist. They kind of, you know, he kind of followed that. And, and my dad was actually in Chris Bird's first group. And encouraged. <laughs> that's, Funny. that's how I but, learned how to, to run a studio. But you was know, being in the studio with them. But you know what's crazy? Even about, um, them, um, what's the, what's your dad group name? Uh, their specific, first creation. First creation. Yeah. Right there, yeah, 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 they were right there, right, right, right. They were right there to be up there at yeah. a, like legendary tier. So right. I put put them at the, I will put them right at top tier. Right. Who would you put in rap at top tier? Toledo Not legendary rap? tier, top tier. Because mm. I don't know if we got anybody at legendary tier yet. Not yet. Whew. I think we got somebody who can. We just need somebody who's who gonna be who gonna get a deal. And could be and who could stay there? Who's that? Sandy Benjamin, Felice Sofe. Oh my God! I think he can you do know, it. What's crazy about him is, uh, people don't recognize him as from Toledo because he left so at a, at a younger age. Who, who don't? You talking about people from Toledo? Though? Other people don't. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of artists do. I, be, I about to say he do. Oh, I know he, he I know he do, and a lot of artists. Know that he's from Toledo, but yeah. people who just listen to music, Kiara, a general like a fan, like, music so, fan. So probably Kiara of their generation. If we talking about who represented Toledo out of that generation, if we look towards Kiara and we look towards Sofe, and then we look towards Martina, who's coming mm. up. I don't think that she has quite got there just yet, but you, she will. Martina is a special, special, special. That's my girl. That's type my of, sis, bro. Type of, type she, of person she, because she has raw, untaught talent when it comes to. Yeah. I, this was crazy about Martina. I always told her, don't come to me when you rap. No, I don't want to record you when you rap. <laughs> I want to record you when you sing. Yeah. Because I want you to be able to structure that 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 skill set. Because she has something that a Fire. lot of people wish that they had. Fire. Yeah. Appeal. She got personality, even right. though she was going off on live the other day. 
Um, she got. But she's it. real though. She's real. Yeah. So <laughs> she she's up there as a, per, people who can take the mantle, and right. um, like you got some, you got national tier, like national top tier, and then I think that you got citywide, top, citywide tiers. Well, let me ask you, who is as far as rap top tier? Just lo that's straight local. Right? Straight local. We talking about Give me a rundown. Full body of work. Yep. Um so Start legend, to the legendary tiers, simple. Rocky has put itself in that. Clemmy. Right. Um Philly. Um Raystone, of course, country. Yeah. Yep. When B Wills start dropping again and then he he like when he do it like three or four years, all he got to do is catch a wave. He there. Yeah. Rocky's consistency made him there. Um, country owning the radio and the clubs for a good three, four years, put him there. Right. With the combination of the Swagger Boys and him. Um, um, Clemmy is Clemmy and Philly is Philly. They changed Toledo rap, period. Um, Ray Stone. Anytime you make a song twenty years ago and, and you still, still play it yeah. at every event, right. I guarantee when I go to this Juneteenth, somebody better. I'm about, I'm about to say somebody better be playing. <laughs> I'm so fly or Big Body on Twinks, and we that's Big Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We from same place, right? Um, so we talking about legendary tier. I feel like be white, my brother, so I can say this. He. He should be in a legendary tier, but um, just life kind of happened with White. White still one of my favorite rappers of all time. Stink, Stink Bomb. Yeah, he did what he when he had it. He had it. Um, and I think we just talking about rapping, or we if we gonna talk about hip hop, period. Hip hop, yeah. you got to put Nook up there because for when the four one niners had it. They had it. Then soon as they, soon as they went to number two, guess who was number one? Stink. Right. <laughs> like, that's the same group. Yeah. It sounded like it's one coming to number. And guess who? And so when they didn't fall off, but coming up at the same time, Moan. Moan come oh, up yeah. right with him. So right. it's like, and then Rocky from the north. So it seemed yeah. like he uh, yeah. right with them. Nook. Yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. Right. What? right. And yeah. So you got got a day. What Hustle Hand did. Everything they did. I think that they cut it so short that they didn't um they cut it short so they didn't get a chance to um basically all their artists Tracy's still going, but they had some fire um casting. People still fire. Um What about Magic Wand? Legend like he's in a legend here. Yeah, yeah. From the West, so I'm already biased. Right, right, right. Um I just don't want to miss nobody. Um I mean, it's, it's it's so many. You can't. But no, 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 no. It's not. I mean, I'm saying it's not, no. It's not. Not that's <laughs> legendary. Not that's legendary. Okay. Because I got my favorites who might not be legendary because they just they stopped for a while. Like Lane, one of my favorite rappers at all time. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because that's my brother. Lane just hard. You know bro. what? And I like Lane because to me, this is the this is the way I listen to music. I listen to music like like. I'm I'm a I'm a music guy, mm-hmm. so I was always a West Coast guy when mm-hmm. it comes to listening to music. So Tupac, 
uh, anybody on the West Coast, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And Lang has that. He don't have a, a West Coast feel, but the way he his delivery is so clean. Yeah. Well, one thing about Lang is he got family in Texas, and he really adopted that uh, life. Like, okay, that's right. Like, yeah, man. I, and so see, he got I, that I know, tip, I know. He got that tip rap style, right? And but he Lane is super articulate in real yeah. life. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> in regular everyday life. So that's how he rap. Mellow in the yellow. Like, why is your old like that, bro? <laughs> bro, like Lane, super articulate, and as a smart dude, I, I like that. Like, it's so much. It's so much talent. Like Rob. Rob just I heard went gotta do a bit crazy. Like you got the whole South. Like, um man, uh we always forget about um Al She's. She's is a problem, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I just don't wanna miss nobody because it's that's so why that's much. why I say it's so many, it's man. So it, it is so many. Like it's some cats on the east side that's probably going that, but I just never go to the east. Right. Um it's like you gotta What's have. What's my man name? That's hard. That's dope from the east. Um, Magnova dope. I think Magnova from Detroit though. But um, but he been here so long. It don't even matter. Pain. Yeah. Crazy with the crazy on the um. Battle crazy, rap, man. Crazy on the battle with the battle rap. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying to. And Pain know how to make good music as well. Yeah. Um, but just I'm just gotta, trying to think who because. And here's the thing. Every. What the problem with it is, it's oversaturated. It is. It's too many. See, rapping, when something fails, like it wasn't like me. I'm, I never not sang. Nobody ever can say Shannon wasn't always singing. I played sports and I sang. Right. Sometimes you get a cat who just, they might be getting money and then all of a sudden, you know what? I feel like I'm a rap. Yeah, put out a CD and it's dope. And then they don't put yeah, up. And, and, well, some of it be dope, some of it don't. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Um, Then you got a person like Ock. Yeah. Who, for me, I like Ock. Because I'm so versed in music and what I like. Yeah. I like country music. So, of course, I'm going to like somebody like Ock. I yeah. get on there and talk. Like, yeah. I like people who going to talk. Wherever you at in life, if you talking like that and you talking right. Yeah. I can deal with that. Right. It ain't always got to sound great sonically to my ears. Are you talking or is it believable for when you say it, do I believe it? You're not going to hear me talking about going to shoot nobody up. That's part of the reason that God changed me too. I couldn't keep on talking about the stuff I was talking about. It was sounding, it got to sound in church about church anyway. Right. I took the whole turn there. I just don't, I, it's a cat. That I gotta get you hip to name Sway. I wanted Sway to be with world music so bad because the boy, when you talk about lyrically, right now Sway probably the only person who lyrically he might he won't get he might like lyrically he he's up there with the Chiefs mm-hmm. and because Chief lyrically probably lyrically Chief. And Sofay, Clemmy with the punchlines, but Sway up there too, Rocky up there when it just come to pure rapping. Like who can you hear rap and just go? It's some it's some people who just sweet who just never really 
did music like they were supposed to. Right. Um, who musically inclined and they just just never really did it like to a point where it would be so influential it's it's undeniable. And um it's hard for me to talk about music with cats because I'll I'll be offending everybody. You know what I'm saying? I and mean that 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 it's just because it you are a music person. You grew up in music, so you're you you kinda you're eclectic. So you have so many different genres and di- yeah. different sounds coming at you. It's and like it's kinda hard to pick and, and choose. Then, and then I can say and speak to it from an honest place because I do it. Right. Like I don't even want to get to talk about me writing no rap. Because I can out rap people if mm. I chose to only rap. Right. A lot of people only my brother be like, man, if you don't if you only sing hooks and give it to other people and just rap, people will be in trouble. But I'm a singer who can rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't a rapper trying to sing, which right. is the difference. Um and so that like the stuff I'm saying, not untrue. I just don't want to offend anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because you got some dope people here and like obviously me being who I am, that's that influences people and people can take it for hate. Right. But it's not really me. I never hate I haven't hated on nobody or said nothing negative about anybody in the podcast. Um but have I been disappointed in people? Heck yeah. I mean, that's because you yeah. you know yeah. a lot of musicians, you know a lot of artists. Listen, man, country one of my that's my bro. And I get on him every I say every time I see him, like I don't I don't care if I see him every day in a week when we gonna do something. You right. gotta do something. You not gonna you you ain't done yet. I I just be like, You ain't done yet. Yeah. He, and he'll be like, It gotta be right. Bro, we thirty five. Just put something <laughs> out. I yeah. know you got some, but I do understand him. Um, one thing about me, I don't, I don't want anybody to just drop just to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, like when I put my project out, I have 50 songs done. Then I narrowed it down to 10. Wow, <laughs> done. You know what I'm saying? So, in in the next project I do, I will have 40 songs done before I narrow it down to seven. Do you take uh, previous songs that you've done? No, if it's fire. Right, right. If it's fire, because um, if it wasn't if it wasn't good enough to get on that that other album, why would you? Even? Well, here's the thing: an album, like you said, I can go from start to finish without changing the song. That's not by accident. That's right. strategic. Yeah. Some stuff I left some some of the better stuff don't make the albums because it just don't fit. Yeah. Okay. Your album, but your album tells a story. D- develops a feel. Yeah. More so than tell a story, okay. Unless that's what kind of that's what kind of album you have. You always want something to feel like something, and um, so when it develops that feel, this song might be the best song on that you got, but it, you better release it as as a single, right? And not put it on that project because it don't feel right. You know, it don't it don't, and that can ruin your album. They so what end up happening is they be like, "This is the best song on here." But the rest of the stuff garbage because it met, it, it deterred the feel. And that can be the difference between having a classic project and something that's mediocre because you put the wrong one song on there. Right. And your whole album could be fire. But just because it detoured the mind. Music is about what it what it does to your mind. How I make this yeah, feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the stories I always tell about R. Kelly and why R. Kelly is... 
I'm not canceling him. <laughs> I mean, he tore up, but I can I, I I'm one who can separate the artist from the art. Yeah. Or the or the artist from the person. I remember what I had on the first time I heard Trapped in the Closet. I remember what I was doing. I remember what I where I was at. I remember on what side of my car I was on. Wow. Because as soon as you hear the boom, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and then you be like, okay. So, and then the juice was the ones who did it. And they hyped it up so crazy. They're like, this is incredible. And they only had two because he was only sending them out two at a time. Yeah, yeah. So they played the one, and then they made you wait to like one or three to hear the next one. Right. Then they played them together after, like the layout of it. So the presentation, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. How he presented that project, crazy. Right. That's why I always say, don't nobody want no smoke with him. Not when, not musically. No. Mm-mm. It ain't close. Um, not of our generation. Right. You you see what I'm saying? Stevie, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quincy. Got it. Oh man, yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Um. So, but that's how your album should feel. I'm. R. Kelly usually record like a hundred songs before he get to twelve. Mm. But you got to be special to do stuff like that, man. Some people just first five, first six, first seven. Right. That's a go. Yeah. Some albums flow like that though. Yeah. Um. Like, I talked to Tub. And I just be checking in and be like, man, how, how much longer I got to wait on this project? Because he released Crazy Vibes. And he's like, man, I just want to make sure that it feel right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I get it. Because for the sound he's trying to create, yeah. even though he can do anything, yeah. Yeah. for this project, it requires a sound. Every project, it should be a sound. That's why 808 and Heartbreak with Kanye West yeah. changed music for us. Yeah. And with this last album, he, he took months okay it's done okay no you know what it's not done let me go back in and change this because mm-hmm. because it was it didn't have that the vibe that he wanted it now when it came out it was a, a sound that we've never heard before when it comes to gospel music when it comes to choirs that's it Choir, well yeah well, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it's like but that's he, wanted, the, he, he created that he wanted to create a new sound well this is the this is what it was you can tell a millionaire's mix yeah to a thousand years mix, yeah. No shade to nobody, right? Even when it comes to when even when it comes to um a person that's rich as uh, you got to do Kirk because he's the only person who can probably afford a mix like that, right? That will have a choir sounding like that. But that's that's what it was. Like you can just tell the millions that was put into the mix <laughs> or. Or the high thousands, yeah, right. Or and the and the very best engineers doing it while he's in the room. Who can engineer himself, right? And he's producing, and so you know that production is gonna be crazy too. So he know what to do. He know he knew what to do. Like Kanye, when it come to that, that's what make him special. Um, the only mix. I heard that was better. The best mix I ever heard in hip hop or probably period was when Dre did the second version of the chronic. What? Mm-hmm. Or, um, that is crazy. The what's the name is crazy as well. Um, that 
that um Tell me, the album he put out like two, uh, when uh, Compton came, when uh, Compton that's what it straight is straight out of Compton yeah Compton. oh that album Compton. yes Compton is the best yes. mix I've ever yes. heard pardon me he didn't do the not the Chronic but the Compton Compton yeah listen I have to turn to you <laughs> Compton is the best hip hop yeah. album I've mix I've ever right. heard yeah have you just heard it in studio speakers yeah yeah I, I listened to that from top to bottom in the studio unbelievable yo I'm like, man, what the heck? Yeah, I was about to say the normal ear wouldn't would probably can't tell that it made the album better. Yeah, same thing with Kanye. Yeah, if Kanye mix wasn't so crispy right. for us who know what to listen for with gospel, right? It's like the best gospel mix we ever heard. We ever heard on the choir. So that what what did that do? Elevated yeah. higher than what yeah. it really song wise is. Right. Even though he got some stuff on there that's fire, yeah. But the mix, the mix is crazy. The mix is crazy, and then and it sounds like everybody on the album sings with perfect pitch. Man, and he got a whole choir, right, right. <laughs> like that's how that's when you, and I can appreciate it more, and you can too, as people who have engineered before. You ask yourself, what plugins are they using, right, 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 to get them to sound like they're better than singing it live, right, yeah. Like this is better than hearing a choir live right now. How is that possible? Because I've ne- we've never heard it before. Ever, we've never heard nothing like that before. But when you get Kanye in them certain circles, you got somebody like Ye in them in them circles, who who always listen to it because he never. You gotta believe that Kanye never stopped listening to the gospel, right? So when he hear it, he can also say, "Well, this is what it should be." Yeah, yeah. that goes back to us saying Kanye did something. That he thought gospel should sound like, right? But what he lacked as what he lacked in is getting that same feel for Jesus walks. If he would have gave us the choir records with five Jesus with five kind of Jesus walks, it might have been the best album ever. Yeah, definitely would have been. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because and he's capable of it. He's capable of it. I think that um, just him. I expect if Kanye do another one. Two or three years, same way. It might be the best album we've ever heard. Right. I mean, because like you said before, he was just like this is that was his baby project as far as mm-hmm. being a gospel. Once, once he if, if he's serious, if he's serious, and he he get more subject to talk about and yeah. more relativity to talk about when it comes to the Bible, it is over. Yeah. It is over. Right. Like I started to tweet him my album, so let me come in and write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's I'm what that, he needs. He needs a real writer. Who, as far as like who knows who know how content. To, yeah, who know content, and you got to go get Lecrae. Yeah, you get people anyway. Right. Go get somebody who know that. You yeah. got to go go bring T Bone. I don't even know if T Bone's still rapping, but go get him. Right. Go get him. I mean, you like, got you got people like uh, the Truth. Um. Anybody, anybody from cross movement? Yeah, they hard. Yeah, but but this the thing. Kanye did do something. The dope part about Kanye is he always create the sound. Right, you know what I'm saying. So he don't have to go and. So this is how I have to retract then. If Kanye is the sound creator, he has to create the sound to make us, and which that might have been what he did. 
Kanye is a sound creator. Yeah. He doesn't come to us and then say, okay, this is what it should sound like. This is what I'm, he's like. This is what it's gonna sound like from now on. I'm about to say, what's gonna happen next? With not not just with him though, with some with somebody else who puts out the album, and and try to uh, mimic that sound. You can't. You can't. You gotta be too rich. Too no, rich. You, you can't. No, you can't. Now when the now you, you don't think you don't think that Kurt Franklin or no. Fred Hammond can come out and and duplicate that sound or in, even enhance the sound. Somebody can do that, man. Maybe There's have, engineers out there who engineers who have ears deeper than ours. Yeah, I mean that can say, okay, I know, I know go, how that sound was made. Okay, even but, though I've never done it before, I know how that sound was made. But think about this: we don't even know how what the process was. That's the issue. The real issue is not um, the album. The real issue is how was it made. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know because all we've seen is him. And his clothes and in Montana going crazy on the beach dancing. Right. One week. Next week, um, they in an all white room with lights with a full band. Right. Next week they back outside. Next week they on the stage. Like it was crazy. Yeah. So he did all of that before he dropped. We don't know what, what part he was recording. Right, right, right. So right. we we don't know if they went to the studio. We don't know none of that. It's Kanye. They took live sound and matched it up. Okay. You see what I'm saying? It's right. Kanye. So it ain't no telling. Like, he, we don't know if he grabbed all the Sopranos one day. Right. And said, oh, yeah, you can't. Or is this three Sopranos out of the the five that he has? Only... That's a choir, bro. Um, yeah, you never a, know. No, no, no. That's a choir. You never it's know. A, it's a difference. Because now that I'm recording... I just told somebody who wants me to do their album too, who want to bring in a bunch of singers. I'm like, bring me three of your best. Right. Like that's it. Matter of fact, bring me a, a bring me a um a woman who can sing alto and soprano, and then bring me a guy. Right. And pay the pay the girl double. <laughs> like, right. It don't take all of that. Now when she said now she said something that threw me. She's like, but I do want a choir sound for one song. I. <laughs> That mean I gotta set my mic up, take my shield off, and have everybody stand around. It is a way to get get that sound. And then when that happens, I'm gonna have to refer to Chris Bird. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, right? Um, because I want to be able to capture the sound, right? Um, but we don't know. We just don't know how Kanye got to got that to sound like that. Now, if he give up them jewels, he give up them jewels, which he should. Um, my thing is, outside of his political aspirations and views, that distracted us a lot from seeing the process. Yeah, we couldn't pay attention to the process because right. he had so many other things moving. He dropping shoes. He supporting Trump. Right. He 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 we he took black folk like man. On I want to be mad. Man. I want to be mad at Kanye, but. I go to church and listen to it. <laughs> it. It was a roller coaster, but then on the other hand, his wife was doing prison reform and doing prison reform all, all at the same time. And he paying, he paying them folk who go, he paying them singers to go with him. Yeah, like quit your job. Right. Everybody here probably getting fifty thousand, right, or thirty thousand, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we talking about thirty people. We that's a which yeah. I guess ain't that bad because that's a meal. Yeah. Um, to Kanye, right, right, okay, right, yeah. 
Nothing. I'm, I'm a. So we talking. He might be saying fifty thousand. Right. Eh. What is that? One point five mil. Eh. <laughs> and he did something that he topped every chart. Yeah. Christian gospel, hip hop, R and B, and Billboard all at the same time when he dropped. Wow. Only one. I think it was like eight genres that he he went towards. Went in and, and cracked and went number one. That's why I said whether it's real or not, it was ingenious. It was. It was. I mean, that's just who it's, Kanye is. It's a. It's somebody who I'm working with. Where I talk to you off air about it. Okay. But I told them what lane to get in because nobody has it, and I don't want it. It's so good. I I don't even want to give it away on a podcast because it's that it's that easy to jump in the lane. And Toledo and immediately go to number one. Wow. Like you drop, you can do it. Right. You're the number one person right now out the gate. Man. So I'm gonna tell you about that. Um okay. but you got any more questions for me? <laughs> we go, it's six o'clock and I, I know about to say we're about to do two two hours. So um nothing, man. I mean, this was great. I I, I like this. But one thing I gotta say, like I think you know what you doing the podcast and I'm the host now and the interviewing the artists and everything it's going to be great cuz it opened up doors as far as uh younger artists that you know or don't or don't know or don't know that's that, what I want that, that'll get exposed that, that, and that's that's the, that's my goal as far as doing yeah, this for sure. I'll, I'll stick with doing the, the entrepreneurs and one thing that I'm going to tell you about um that I talked to uh, Scott Scrutchins about uh, DJ Scott Smooth I want to say shout out to uh cuz of Scott Smooth oh by the way I got to shout out Jay Curran every time I just love what he's doing. Jay Kern? They even know that's my cousin. Okay. I shout him out. He, he really doing his thing. Go ahead. But uh, w- one thing I'm going to do is uh, on, on next season, we start next month, we're doing a history of the Toledo DJ. That's going to be fire. So Scott Smooth, I know his, his family ha- has history as far as starting DJ in, uh, in Toledo. Uh-huh. So that'll be our my next, my next series on, on the podcast. I'm going to come in for that. Right. Okay. Hey, I, I might do a little. Uh, you know, have chairs sitting out, have a little session. So that that'll be my 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 number one series uh, going into the next season. Yeah. Uh, you can come up with any artist that you want to, man. Any ideas you want to do? First person I'm probably gonna get. It probably won't even be an artist because this person can span everything. It's probably gonna be um. It's probably gonna be somebody like Gutter Dave. I okay. Love yeah, man. Gutter Dave, bro. Yes. He he yes he's so uh, to to expand how he expanded like yeah he's a art he, he's a true artist because he because he can do he's an artist like listen it ain't too it's not too many people who I trust who can't but I was I always be saying that can't sing who I trust with a singer but side note gutter Dave can hold some notes okay yeah but um I'm excited about everything that's about to go on I just don't know. Whenever you move into the new building, well, July first is is going to be the move in date. So my birthday is July fifteenth. Happy birthday! So the Monday after the fifteenth is when I'm going to start uh, the new the new season. Okay, so all right, I need to just put this in my schedule. Yeah. So if you want to come up, we can we can shoot how many episodes we want to do that day. Yeah, I might just have to call off. Yeah, or not well schedule off. And we can, you know, get a get couple yep. seasons, get a couple episodes out the way, and, yeah, and, I'm and put to them retire. out. So hopefully, you know, we get this popping. <laughs> yeah, I'm, me too. Yeah, I, mean, so. I want to be a Jeep all my life. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it's good talking to you. Uh, you we got to do this again. 
We will. We probably gonna uh, let's do it again. Oh, we'll do, of course we'll do it again. Well, I was about to say we might have to do it again before we move. Yeah, I mean, why not? I might have to bring somebody else in. We'll do like a bonus, a bonus episodes. Yeah, and yeah. to get you get your feet wet. Well, yeah, I I know who I want to bring in if we're gonna do it that way for sure. You want? I might do the wall music one first. Do that, man. If I can get them guy, if I can get them bums to come together, and we ain't do it. Have it. some uh, some real wall music conversation. Man, that might get spicy. Hey, I like spice, especially yeah, in my tacos. So because these, I mean, <laughs> we niggas. Hey, I, mean, I hate to say it like that, but keep we, it real, man. But we, you know, everything ain't always flowers with right, us. Right, right. We, we, um, you know, people know us as being one of the top groups here and companies here, and professional. But I mean. I guess us testifying to what we went through and, and how we, how we kind of survived, survived it and still moving right. is inspirational and important. Plus, we might be able to try to break down everybody who in war music. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do lot. that. That that'll be your right first over. your first episode. All right, bet. I'm, so I'm, even if hopefully. it's in between seasons, we can do that. Yeah, make ho- it happen. Hopefully, we'll yeah. see. Because I mean, I I can't do it without. I can't do it without T Weez, Bandit, RC, um, Tony and and Armani. I got the and Steve for real. I at least got to have four of the of other seven. Right. And I almost can't get around not having RC. Oh, Man, yeah. matter of fact, RC I can't. I can't do it without RC and Rashad because they are the founders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, those two um, have to be here because they they probably got a story that I don't remember or something right. about founding it. And I think Armani, I think every every person I just named is as is, is equally as important because it's like we found it, we founded it, and then a month later we added everybody. Okay, right, <laughs> or probably a couple of days like, like a couple of days later for some some of the people. But yeah, so let's you know we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Let me see how I want to uh, I'm going to see if I can dismiss it Okay Thank you for listening to me On the Rise and Grind uh, 419 Podcast I am Shan Dig. What's your name sir? This is Jesse Cohen I just use my, my government name Good man. Good Because this is my show now <laughs> <laughs> And we good to go Alright man God bless y'all God bless